Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Raushan. Uh, a couple of interesting topics uh, we're going to dive into today because there are quite a few headlines. And we found a couple that are centered around uh, discipline versus dedication. Yeah, two important words that I think you would consider for uh, athletes, craft, or even in everyday life, right? So it's fairly interesting that we are going to try and dissect these headlines and try and make sense of it from a discipline and dedication point of view. And you thought that even though Mario Balotelli doesn't play for a top-flight football club, we'd have nothing to talk about discipline-wise. But remember the name Fernando Hernandez. (laughs) What a story this is. Uh, I I got the message from you this morning and I straight away the headline... Because it came on the back of a player being suspended for a shove on a referee. Yeah, and then we'll this talk about is, that in a while. And then this is the reverse perspective of the referee getting uh, suspended for kneeing a player in the groin. It, it does talk about that human element, right? Sometimes we forget. We think referees are just there to officiate, but they do have feelings and sometimes they act on it. Correct, and correct. I think while the 12-match suspension seems like, wow, that's a long time, you have to set set a precedence, right? You have to say this is not allowed in sport purely because you can't go around kneeing <laughs> referees. Come on, this guy, right? Hernandez, the Mexican referee, right? He gave out six yellow cards and even dismissed both managers in this uh, football match, right? And then he need uh, Leon, the team's name is Leon, like uh, your friend Leon kind of thing. Uh, Leon's Lucas Romero. <laughs> As his teammates angrily demanded a video assistant referee review after uh, Team America's equaliser in this two-hole draw. I mean, I've 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 attended meetings and felt like I need to knee some someone? people before. I'm not going to mention which meetings, but I've attended a fair few meetings of that sort in my life. But you always try and uh, show yourself a bit of restraint. I think one thing I would like to highlight, though, in this day and age, sometimes when I watch a football Ooh. game, that line you talk about teammates angrily demanding a video assistant, a referee check, right? Mm. I think that's becoming more and more apparent in this day and age. I do feel like there are a group of players who will unnecessarily surround the referee and it's already a very tense situation, right? High-level sports. So that then adds fuel to the fire and this is a very unfortunate uh, reaction that us on the side of ill-discipline, I think. I mean, okay, yeah. When when six yellow cards are given out, as you say, there's a lot of discipline issues. But the referee to lose his cool like that... I mean, they already are trained so hard and you know as a human being, okay, maybe your emotions get the better of you. You know you are provoking the referee. Honestly, what do you expect? I'm on the referee side. <laughs> I, I'm on the referee side in the sense that he's only he's just a knee, okay, it could have been worse. It, it, it could have been worse and I think in years gone by, he's not the only referee who's uh, resorted to this sort yeah. of a violence to show how he's feeling, right? But I do feel... The referee has to do his job without being noticed and that marks a good referee. This guy handing out this many cards already made himself very noticed and to react like that is a bit unfortunate. I mean, seriously. Okay, so Leon and America sit third and fourth in the Mexican... League. Uh, I don't know what the cartel's thinking right now, but I tell you what, the head coaches Fernando Ortiz and Nicolas Lacarmon were dismissed during the game because they came to blows with each other. There are images of, of one of the, the coach, right? Uh, Lacarmon, right? His, his shirt has holes in them. <laughs> I, I, I'm a bit like, where can I watch Mexican football? Because I'm clearly missing out on, on a lot of uh, oh. spicy salsa, shall I, I call know, it? Man. But this is insane. I mean, okay, so the, the referee getting the 12-match ban, it's it's unfortunate. And again, it's like, 
you you have to set the precedence because this he's the law lah. Let's just put it that way. And the, there's no excuse for the law. Exactly. Yeah? I think they are unfortunately measured from a different perspective as compared to the common man or the player in this instance, right? So yeah. I think the referees. They have a bit more onus to act in a certain way, and unfortunately for Fernando Hernandez, he he, he did not. Tell you what, one of those uh, TV shows where prison inmates, like the whole nine yards, they go they go for these kind of football matches or Mean Machine. Yeah, that's the kind of referee you need. <laughs> exactly, just to just to police everything a little better, yeah, right? It's more for TV. But, yeah, think about it this way. Fernando Hernandez got suspended for kneeing the referee. Yeah. We are also talking about a player, Alexander yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitrovic, who acted on a referee, shoved him basically after receiving a yellow card. Yeah. Or a red card, I beg your pardon. So you can you can understand that. Imagine the referee who was on the receiving end of the slap from Mitrovic reacted like that. Mm. Then you play fire with fire. <laughs> can you imagine the combustion that will happen? Would it be... So in law, we would say this is grief and sudden provocation. <laughs> would it be the referee's fault in that? In a mitigating circumstance? There, there would be mitigating circumstances, but ultimately... There should be. Yeah, I think... You should I, sub the referee off, actually. I can understand why, for example, Mitrovic acts that way. He just wears his heart on his sleeve. Mm. I'm not justifying his actions, but I think there are better ways to go about releasing your frustrations, but, right? Okay, so you tell me he's, he's Serbian, right? Uh, the Serbian striker playing for Fulham. Uh, this was in the match against uh, Manchester United. Uh, FA Cup loss for Fulham, that one. So he received three match ban for the sending off, three for violent conduct, and an additional two match ban for improper, abusive, insulting, and threatening language. Eight matches in total. Is it enough? I, I feel eight matches is quite light considering the how much he he, he did, right? In yeah. that sense, he did break a fair few rules like you mentioned. Mm. So perhaps they've taken into consideration that it wasn't too harsh a uh, 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 provocation on the referee. It was more petulance than actually having any form of malice. And that's why perhaps eight match is allowed or understandable rather than anything more severe. You know, I think I think we spend too much time, I mean, it's natural, but we spend too much time looking at how many match ban and saying, oh, is this is enough. They should all be sent for community uh, care service. Like go and do traffic, right, for some kindergarten school. Yeah, uh, hits them a bit more, yes. right? Hurts them a bit more rather than... And it really pushes just their, a match. pushes their temper a bit, right? Yeah, so exactly. it's like you can see it's a corrective kind of work order type yeah. of thing. Yeah, and there's more I, I agree with you. I think there's more <laughs> value, there's more learning to be made when they are forced into that sort of situation. And ultimately there comes a certain entitlement when you when you lose your cool like yeah. that, right? Perhaps this will ground them slightly and allow them to understand that, hey, come on, it is a sport. You do Correct. wear your heart on your sleeve, you are fighting for a cause, but don't take the fighting for, yeah. of course, quite literally. Imagine Mitrovic having to direct traffic in the <laughs> car park or Fernando Hernandez with the flag. I'll pay good money to watch Mitrovic driving the car and Hernandez trying to oh uh, marshal him into the right direction. They will receive a three-month ban for, <laughs> for that. Uh, but, you know, discipline, easy for us to talk. But in the heat of the moment, very difficult to control. Yeah, the heat of the moment is is often what gets to us, right? The redness yeah, descends yeah. and then it's not just action sometimes. Sometimes you even say words that you go on to regret. But hey, it's part and parcel of being human being. And I think that discipline aspect is perhaps what sets out us mere mortals from some of the greater stars who seem to be in Zen and in peace. Well, uh, some stars are so at peace. Like, for example, Gabinia Mugarutha, a tennis uh, player, uh, 
I think she was a former Wimbledon champion, uh, says she's been spending time away from the court, if you've noticed. Uh, she was a former world number one. And she's decided to take an extended break from tennis at least until the summer. So she's going to miss Wimbledon. Uh, but she says uh, it's been very healthy um, spending time with her family and friends. So she wants to lengthen this period until the summer. And you can understand that, right? I know there'll be question marks over her dedication to the sport. But when she mentions having taken some time out to spend with her family and yeah, the, the, the mental health aspect of yeah. it, you understand it. And with tennis especially, I feel as a sport, it's very gladiator. It's very it's true, no? you are the center. With a team sport, there are yeah. other fall guys blame almost. someone else. You know what I mean? There are other fall guys, other yeah. people who take the attention off you. With tennis, it's such a gladiator sport where you're two people in arena maybe four if it's doubles but you are the centre focus of it mm. all and it's a lot of pressure to take on we've seen the likes of Naomi Osaka succumb to this yeah. sort of pressure in the years yeah. gone by so I don't think it's a question of dedication with Muguruta I think it's more she just needs to take her foot off the pedal slightly and hopefully will come back stronger. Yeah, I mean, um, we, we, although I, I would argue that she being Spanish, she might really want to enjoy the summer. But uh, <laughs> that's just my own uh, speculation. Uh, I, I, I am curious to get your thoughts on this. Uh, are there any tennis players that stand out for you that never quite fulfilled their potential? I thought Muguruza would have been one of them, but at least she's won a couple of titles. For me, it has to be Nick Kyrgios, right? The only name that springs oh, to mind. Yeah. Because he fits the bill on those two D words we are discussing today, discipline and dedication. Mm -hmm. We know he has a long rap sheet of discipline issues, which then questions his dedication. I've had the honour of interviewing Nick Kyrgios. Oh, he was my he's first... quite a character. First interview in my sporting career, Beautiful. Uh, sporting journalistic career. So yeah. can you imagine, they put me against this guy called Nick Kyrgios. He looked Fun. totally disinterested. <laughs> this is 22-year-old Raushan or something, <laughs> trembling absolutely. Uh -huh. It was such a difficult interview. But even then, this was 10 years ago, I want right, to say right, 10, right. 12 years ago. And already you could sense this guy has more to him than his game. It's true. But then yeah. when you see him on court, he's a joy to watch. He yeah. has his tricks, he has his flicks, he's had some eye-catching results against big names. But you always wonder whether he can make that last step and yeah. that's where the dedication comes into play, right? It's, it's a criticism I almost at the risk of offending a whole entire mm. generation, mm -hmm. want to level at the new generation of athletes. I just feel they sometimes get too much too soon. Yeah. Therefore, the instant gratification, i.e. from social media, yeah. is so alluring, so such an intoxicating drug for them that then they lose sight of that dedication needed to reach their absolute pinnacle. I think you need a bit of control. I mean, it's okay to know that you have the talent, but sometimes it's about that control to pull back on accessing the talent and spending more trust on the tactics, you know. Um, for me, there are a few. I mean, you look at, especially in the uh, tennis players, uh, Anna Konnikova, uh, Eugenie Bouchard. Oh, what a waste. I thought she was so talented. Uh, and I do worry uh, these days about a certain Emma Raducanu, who mm. won the US Open and has been struggling since. Yeah. Miraculous run, too much too soon. I thought that final perhaps would have been better served uh, seeing uh, Leila Fernandez win because she seemed a lot more mature. But where is Leila Fernandez now? Exactly. I so, think, I, it's a pity. And, and with tennis, there's the wider issue of we've seen Serena Williams dominate the sport for Correct. so long. Yeah. No one has really come in with the same dedication to be at the top of that sport for so long. The yeah. baton keeps getting passed, especially in women's tennis. And even in men's tennis, we talk about the Djokovic's, the mm. Federer's, the Nadal's. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Federer's retired now, the Djokovic and the Nadal. There's no real hair to their throne just yet. And yeah. is that a reason because there's no one... There are talented players, don't get me wrong. Of course, there are plenty of talented players out there. But what makes 
a mere mortal and a champion. The difference is that dedication and to your point, understanding that yes, I have talent. Mm. How can I extract more from my talent to be at the absolute pinnacle and stay there? I think that Ooh. dedication is needed to stay at the very top. Staying at the pinnacle. And then the reality strikes that it can be a little bit tough, right? Take, for example, Tiger Woods. Uh, he's headed to Augusta for the Masters uh, this year. And he's come out to say that uh, his current ability probably, or mobility, I should say, probably not where he would like it to be. And he's not really sure what his chances are at the Masters. And you respect that. For him to very rarely, there's a player before a tournament come out and dampen expectations yeah. like that especially someone like Tiger Woods who has history at Masters who is one of the greatest to ever yeah. play the game right but I think it's almost maybe he's playing a mind game where he's lowering his own expectations and then anything above and beyond that will be a bonus it's very hard right because Tiger Woods uh, won in 2019 after overcoming back surgery but how many times and he had an accident I, I believe two years ago or, th- or, or something like that how many times can you do the great comeback? Exactly. That, that, the comeback story, everyone loves one, but you want to wonder how many times can it possibly yeah, be done. get real, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think perhaps now with Tiger, 2019 could have been as good as it got in recent years for him. So right now, perhaps it's just riding to the sunset and deciding to focus on other things. I think appearing at the Masters on its own is a victory for Tiger Woods. And if he can go there and enjoy himself, maybe he will win, maybe he won't, but at least he can look back and say, yeah, it was a good comeback, I, I had a good time. Yeah, it's a it's a win for Tiger to be at the Masters. It's a win for the Masters for Tiger to be there as well because I recently saw this image when he first teed off, I think it was 2000, I mm. can't even recall the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. the crowd around his yeah. tee off and then they juxtaposed it to him at this week teeing off at a practice session, the crowd is just as immense. So he's a main, main draw. You can understand why he wants to be there, why the Masters want him to be there. Mm. But ultimately, you need to be realistic with your ambitions as well. He'll have at least uh, two extra viewers for the Masters. Uh, one Mexican referee, Fernando Hernandez, <laughs> and a Serbian striker, Alexandra Mikovic. I think so. They've got plenty of time. I shall watch Tiger try and win the Masters. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.